Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I am their Dungeon Master, Patrick. And with us today is Nate with his hand on his face. Hey, Patrick. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good. I'm. I, That's you know. great to hear, Patrick. That's great. Anything else to add to that one? No? Did no, you, not really. You, you sound like a talk show host. I thought there was going to be a little something coming on. We have some great prizes for you today, um, but they were all lost in a tragic accident. Oh, what kind of accident? Um, we gave them away as prizes at a different show instead. Oh, where's that show? In Sistoria. <laughs> uh, by the way, we also have Otto. Hi. <laughs> and then up there in the upper right hand corner of my screen, we have Matt with no ears. Hello. Oh, and now he has one. <laughs> so for the people who can never see us because we never live stream this shit, because why the hell would we do that? <laughs> Matt is wearing some white headphones and he has a beautiful, magical woodland background. Nutty squirrel. Yep. And, and, the, and the nutty squirrel. How is everybody We're in the today? woods? Ready for uh, some mother-on-daughter violence. Yay! <laughs> I'm a little loopy today. I'm looking forward to bringing that energy to the table. Yes, just so everyone knows, we always record on Mondays lately, so we're always getting off work from a nice Monday, ready to just relax. <laughs> yeah, so while we're all here, just uh, getting ready to uh, relax and play some Dungeons & Dragons. D&D NPR. D&D NPR. <laughs> Why don't we go back around the table? and reintroduce our characters where we sit. Uh, Nathan, why don't you tell everybody uh, about your character? Uh, Lyndon Longfeather, or Longfellow, what is it? Lyndon Longfeather, at your service, bard, painter, Renaissance tabaxacocra, and yes, my father was a cat, my mother was a bird, and if you ask about it, I will not tell you any more details because that's extremely uncomfortable. You don't like to think about it either, huh? He'll tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say it has influenced my musical style, but I refuse to believe that. <laughs> Get it, Nate? Tweet, because you're part bird. <laughs> <laughs> you're really you pushing have to for this laugh. You gotta explain it's the funny. jokes. It's much better. <laughs> Feeling a little tickled there, Matt? <laughs> and uh, we're going to head over to you, uh, Matt. It's the squirrel. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your character? Who, Resden? He's yes. just a guy. <laughs> yes, I was having a brain fart. I couldn't think of his He's name. just a dude that hangs out and meets furry chicks and helps out his friends and might be turning into a bit of a cold-hearted snake a la Paula Abdul, 80s. <laughs> that was, my, my head went there. <laughs> Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> I got the face palm from me. <laughs> I have succeeded. We haven't even started playing yet. Excellent. Um, but yes, you know, he's just uh, lost in the world of uh, Anthreal, wanting to find meaning to why this is happening. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for sharing that. And what about you, Otto? Can you tell us a little bit about your character, Atreus? Well, Atreus Coyobone is a tiefling ranger who hasn't seen her family in a very long time. Oh no. Yeah, tragic. There was a horrible accident and now we're here and we'll see how that goes. Accident? It was, well... <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that in front of Atreus's mom. She doesn't know. Oh, Lyndon knows nothing. Nathan is extremely suspicious. <laughs> Listen. You know nothing, Lyndon Snow. And then I saw Atreus go in the vents. <laughs> oh my god, Atreus vented. Well, while we're all sitting here talking about everybody's characters, why don't I get one of you to tell us what happened last time on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring? Nate, one, two, Matt, three, four, auto, five, six. I rolled a two. That's a neat. I was waiting for another faceplant. There we go. Yeah, for the I was already face palming before this episode started. For the audio visual. The question of our favorite brand of toilet was going around <laughs> as the icebreaker. So American standard. 
over. That I'm working backward at what happened last time, so that was sort of what happened last time. There's also total. Also, I'm gonna ignore that. <laughs> we're moving on. So we were indeed moving on last episode quickly <laughs> through the underground on a very fast moving cart, and Lyndon had a bad hair day because of it and was mildly upset. Oh, it was a good hair uh, day. We're traveling with Crumb, and we got to long rest. That was nice. And we emerged from this tunnel to Atreus's home, which had surprisingly not been taken over or colonized or destroyed. But instead, it seems to have been some sort of trap for her mother to engage her in a bit of polite conversation involving blades. As is custom with the Coilbone family. I never said blades were involved. Okay. I said she was white knuckle tight. Okay. Because that's better. <laughs> Somehow. Better than stabbing someone? Maybe her started? knuckles are yeah. blades. Ooh. I think they probably might as well be. <laughs> they call her the badger. <laughs> or Wolverine? I don't wanna... uh, no, trademark. Trademark. <laughs> so yeah, Lyndon's playing trash epi- epic background music while Atreus's mom charges to duel the prodigal daughter, daughter sibling, join the hive and stuff. Chosen. In every generation, there is a tiefling. <laughs> Atreus is... Infernal for the chosen. We're all chosen ones in our own way. And one last thing from when we left off, Atreus had casted Windwall between her mother and her. I thought you said Windfall, like you just won the lottery or something. <laughs> that would like be a awesome. bunch of money just falls from the sky. Making it rain. <laughs> Like, How long does Windwall last? Concentration up to one minute. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So constitution check every hit. Mm-hmm. Well, if I want to keep it up. As you have casted Windwall between you and your mm-hmm. mother as she was charging, she stops in her tracks and she begins to pace back and forth, never losing eye contact with you. You can't really hear anything else happening behind the wall other than some mumbling, some words you can't make out. 30 seconds pass. She just continues walking past back and forth, just consistently continually locking eyes with you. Oh god, okay. While the wall is up, Atreus is gonna turn back to the guys and be like, listen, they don't know about me joining the hive or anything like that, so... And also maybe stay back a little bit. Uh, I have some questions. Uh, I'm writing up a document here. Uh, (laughs) In the event of your demise... I'll I'll deal with that later. You really should have a standing will for situations like this. And as Atreus turns back around... she said. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) So, as Atreus turns around, as you kind of shake your head, and you see Lyndon kind of put his hand over his head, (laughs) his resident says some dumb shit. (laughs) You see... No, that was Matt said some dumb shit. (laughs) You see the dust begin to settle in front of you, and your mother, still eyes locked on you, just begins to charge directly at you. And I would like you to roll initiative. Damn, Windwall did nothing. Wasted my last third level spell for no reason. 19. You are up first. God. All right. As you were up first, your mother is running towards you. Mm -hmm. And she's about 10 feet in front of you as she was 30 back behind that wall. Right. And as she's running towards you, she's looking you straight in the face. Just saying, why did you leave us? Can I tell if she's going to attack? Oh, she looks like she's got like fists ready to go, but it is your turn because she took all of her movement to run towards you. I don't want to hit my mom. Okay, Atreus is just going to take a risk here. She's going to, no weapons out, just run forward and just try to tackle her mom in like a hug rather than anything. And also just kind of try to stop her from hitting her. (laughs) 
Okay, so uh, we're going to take a... Like a grapple, almost. Yep, we're going to go for a yeah. grapple, a contested strength check. Okay. Uh, you go ahead, give me what you got. Dirty 20. Yeah, that's amazing, because she rolled a fucking nat one. <laughs> and... I like to think it was because she cares about her child. <laughs> oh, the fucking fury in her eyes as you lunge forward and try to take her down. It seems to have kind of put her off her pace as you just lunged forward and just kind of hands on shoulders and just like push her down to the ground. You are now face to face on the ground and just eyes to eyes, just locking. Ollie has never been the same since you left. And she is going to try to take control and roll you over on your side. Another contestant strength check, please. 18. <laughs> well, I guess if it meets, it beats. I, uh, yeah, sure. So how do you hold her in place with this position? Well, I mean, I'm thinking she's like trying to like hold her wrists like down with her like back of her arm against the ground and be like, listen, mm -hmm. you don't know the whole story. You don't know what's going on. That's a free action. Are you going to try to take another action for your turn? I think she's just going to try to keep her on the ground to try to make sure she doesn't attack her. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make another strength, a uh, contested strength check. Thoris is like, let go of me. <laughs> oh, no. What'd you get? 11. 11. I got a 12 this time. Oh. And it, it, in this motion, as you were trying to like pin her down, uh, she just kind of moves her legs in such a way, just kind of flips you over. So you're on your back and she just puts her face right in yours. You were supposed to take my place. How was Just, I supposed to know that? You barely ever talked to me. <laughs> and now it is her turn for another. Uh, actually, she is going to, while you were down on the ground, she's going to attempt to smack you. Fair. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm guessing a, a nine doesn't hit your fucking AC. <laughs> sure doesn't. <laughs> so with her trying to, like, pin you down and just hold you down there. And she attempts to uh, swing at you with one hand uh, for your next whatever you're going to do. You will have advantage because she's only got one arm down on you. What are you going to try to do as it's your turn? I think Atreus is going to try to bring her leg up and kick her off of her, like up into the air almost. Okay. Just to get her away. <laughs> this is your call? Dex or a uh, strength? Probably strength. Okay, strength. Another strength contest. 13. She has a 17 plus. Yeah, no, 13. <laughs> As you try to kick, what does it look like when you're trying to kick her off you? I think she just gets her legs caught on like a root or something before she can even bring it up. As you were looking in her eyes as she is just continually like furious with whatever is going on in her mind. You see tears just pouring from her face. They destroyed our home. That's not my fault. I wasn't here. Good. Roll an insight. Okay. <laughs> Do I have advantage? Yeah, it's, yeah, my it's mom. your mom. You, it's your mom. You have advantage. <laughs> Seven. Really? With advantage? Yeah, I, I rolled a, t a two and a six. Oh, ouch. Yeah. You get a, you get a plus Where's one? Where's my dice? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Time to throw away some dice. This is not very smart. you have smart. a passive insight? <laughs> I'm not accepting passive insights. You, you just see in her, like, there is hurt. There is so much pain. And there's an outlet. And unfortunately, it's you. Okay. Is it my turn now? Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, no, wait. You, you tried to kick her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I tried to kick her. So yeah, it's her so turn. You, you tried to kick her. It, it is now her turn. And she is going to try to... Not going to happen. Oh, give me a strength contested check again. <laughs> okay. And she's going to try to pull you closer and roll you back over. Oh, my gosh. Uh, nine. What? Oh, my God. It's nine, too. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean I win? <laughs> yes, it does. Yay! <laughs> so you, you kind of take control of this mildly. 
very mildly. What does it look like when you when you kind of take control and you you roll back on top of her? I think she finally frees her leg from the root and is able to kind of like swing with her hip and like kind of throw her over kind of thing to the ground. Does Atreus have anything to say? I came back because Ollie told me there was something wrong. Let me figure out what's wrong before we do this, all right? And then she's gonna kind of push her back into the ground again and get up, and that'll be my movement. Okay, so you're, <laughs> you're pushing her back into the ground and you're getting up. Yeah. Okay, uh, as that happens, she is going to try to grab you and pull you back in. Uh, give me a deck save. Deck save. Yeah, because you're trying to pull away from her. 14. I rolled a uh, 16 as she just reaches forward and just like kind of pulls you back in and you can just see the tears pouring from her eyes. We had to destroy our home to keep them out. She just kind of flops you over to her side as you two are just kind of laying there and you can kind of feel her convulse and just begin to cry and just kind of roll over and just like hug you as you're both laying there on the ground. They took everything. They took everything in the West. Everything. The land. The trees. The life within the trees. No view of our own. I've missed you. I'm so sorry. Atreus kind of lays there for a second, not really reciprocating the hug for a minute. And then after she says, I missed you and I'm sorry, she kind of loosens up and hugs back and kind of like buries her face into her mom's, like, shoulder. And as all this is unfolding, you got Crumb, Resden, and Linden. You guys have kind of slowly backed away from this whole entire thing. <laughs> Between Resden and Linden, you can hear Crumb kind of mumbling a little bit of a low kind of speech as he's holding that handle. But yeah, what are you guys doing uh, as you were... It, it, was Linden really, like, plucking away? Like, going... Playing background music, yep. You know, it's a yep. normal, normal family <laughs> thing. You know, mother-child <laughs> brawl. It seems perfect. It was a normal part of Linden's childhood. <laughs> hey, what about a resident? First thing I would have done is just kind of nonchalantly cast major armor on myself, just in case. The typical <laughs> resident response. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Self-preservation. <laughs> Close to casting levitate just to kind of literally protect myself. Uh, I feel but like I did mage not. armor is like that squid from Finding Nemo. You guys made me ink. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just see this black ink. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just like... Then it disappears. Yep. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> he literally made the sound. like <laughs> Inky step. Uh, but then I just kind of um, stay close to Linden. It was literally a between the wind wall going up and the back and forth between mother and daughter. Less than a, two and a half minutes, maybe three. And as they're just kind of laying on the ground, Killerus just kind of rolls back. And you two are just kind of laying there on your backs. She kind of pulls her arm from underneath you. It just kind of slaps you in the stomach as she sits up. Why don't you introduce us to your friends? And she wipes some tears away from her eyes. What did you say she looked like again? She is a white tiefling with a black speckles all over her body. So like opposite Atreus? Yeah, almost completely opposite Atreus. She's like the negative. <laughs> in a way. The black spots are more like the splotches. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like almost like cow splotches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not freckly. No, 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 no. Atreus is going to push herself up, kind of knock her shoulder against her mom as a <laughs> response to the stomach slap. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. the most degrading of slaps. <laughs> Slightly. And then she's going to point over to Crumb and be like, there's Crumb, and then there's Linden, and then that one's Preston. Hello. Linden just does an excessively intricate bow. 
as always. Swooshes your hat. The wing, one wing goes up like a, in a flourish. And as Atreus turns back around, you see your father standing there with the cheesy grin you saw only like a few minutes ago after he had sounded the booming voice and an attempt of an intimidation from him, which you've never experienced in your life. With his arms open. Atreus pushes herself up from the ground immediately and like rushes into his arms and just kind of like bundles him up. As you try to rush to him, you get tackled from the side. Oh my god, another assailant. <laughs> by Ali, who runs out of nowhere and just, oh my god, you're you're okay. I knew you were off from your message, but I didn't think I would see you this soon. Atreus kind of like leans into the hug like squeezes him so tight and then like pushes him away and like pats him all over the shoulders and he's like oh my god you're okay everyone around is staring at him kind of like oh he hasn't it's been so long he he hasn't said anything no one said anything he has not said anything for over a year so that's weird. This is the goat guy? Yes. <laughs> this is Ollie. You see this pale, furred, goat-looking furbog? Well, why was I not picturing a fur? I was picturing a short, like, satyr-sized <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, no, he, he, he's, he's pretty tall. Okay. Yeah, Help my and head as this <laughs> conversation happens, and he kind of lets go, he kind of looks at your parents, and I'm so sorry. I should have said something a long time ago. And he just kind of bows his head to you. Like, almost in shame. Idris kind of pats the top of his head, like, gives him a little rub right between the horns. And is like, listen, he was only doing it to protect me. I made a mistake. And from your mother, doing what? I... Can we talk about this somewhere else? Maybe? You know everything is shared throughout the community. But let's know, make but our way inside. mom. Let's make our way inside to the hearth. Okay. What is it? Resden? Yes. Crumb? And your other friend, the... Bird. Linden. Linden. Mm -hmm. Please make your way inside. There's some food at the hearth. I need to... We need to speak with our daughter. Okay. Please make yourself at home. In home. Thank you for your hospitality. And not killing us. <laughs> I say under my breath. Still kind of jittery like... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Say to Linden. What's um... Is that like some sort of rite? Like a... Like a village uh, tradition? Or was she actually mad at her? I don't... I'm not quite getting what's going on here. You never dueled your mother growing up? No. <laughs> oh, I thought everyone did. I mean, the only fights I saw were like pit fights where they would bet on a winner and stuff like that. There was never like friendly fights. If you're fighting, it was for money or anger. We have friendly fights in Greenspire often, though any fight I had with my mother did not last long. She is powerful. Yeah. I could feel that when she cast that spell on me. You think I'd usually end up standing in the town square under some sort of psychic hold for most of the day. Really? Was that's fine. I mean, like, you Healthy. couldn't move? Yeah. That's terrifying. Well, when you put it that way. I mean, <laughs> out there for everyone to see and just couldn't move and just, I mean, that's, I've heard of like timeouts, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's like time out. <laughs> <laughs> and as this conversation is happening behind Atreus with, you know, you have Crumb walking in between Linden and, and, and Resden. Atreus, as you make your way inside, you realize that there is so much in this area that has been taken down. So many trees that have been scavenged for what appears to be some sort 
of barrier surrounding not only this east side entrance, but it continues on. Where you normally could not see the sky during the day, there are massive gaps of blue and clouds above you. So much has been taken down. So much have, has been scavenged to create a wall around your home. This is weird. How long did this... How long did, the, did it take? She's talking to Ollie as they're walking. There was... The first attacks were on the west side, where a few constructs came to tear down the big trees. They normally would take us a day to cut one tree down, skin it for the bark, and trim the brush and use the branches for other things. Their okay. constructs were ten feet tall. They had four arms. They have four arms and some have more, with blades that spin in steam that emits from the back ends. It took them merely hours to do what we do in a day, for one. The first one came, and we thought it was okay for a test. And then the others, days later, three, five, ten of them came. We have taken down a couple, but they have taken down more than we could imagine. I I know a type of machine that you're talking about, except it's more for travel, but... What do you mean, machine for travel? Well, I... When I ran, I went to this place called Sistoria. It's like a big, big town. Yeah. And there was machines there that would fly and take you places and went faster than anything I'd ever seen. Airship. The bubble. Yes. Yeah. We bubble. I've seen a couple in the skies. Hmm. There's a lot of those types of machines in the capital and in other cities, but me and my friends were working to stop them. We know what their fuel source is, and it's... Fuel? Yeah. What is... Like, uh, wood for the fire. Hmm. We know what their wood is, and it's terrible what the way they collect it, and so we're doing what we can to, to take that away from them, and to stop the wood from being burned. And as you, uh, have made your way into the central hearth, where there is plenty of... Your typical, like, comical black kettles strung along iron rods, they're are various pots of stews and whatnot. Atreus would know that, for the most part, everything here is vegetarian. But for the other onlookers, (laughs) he does not... (laughs) For those that will never see us, Matt as Resden, like, flips his head back. But it actually has a very meaty, earthy smell to it. Atreus would know that there is a lot of chicken of the forest mushrooms taken. Uh, There are a lot of random other earthy mushrooms and just deep, dark, unfound flavors. Hey, don't portobello burgers are fucking bad. (laughs) I know how to do it right. Given that it was pretty near to the celebration of the event as well, I feel like there would probably still be leftovers from the hunt as well. Maybe. Oh, there is. There is quite a bit. You can smell it in the air. Hunt small animals, but only on that one day. I think, at least. There is quite a bit that has been salted, and you know this would have mm-hmm. already been taken. You also do have the salted fish in your pockets. I do. Just chuck it across the dining hall. There you go, Rustin. <laughs> you know there's no hall. It, 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 this yeah. is the massive open area. There's the a ten-foot pit of the hearth. There are the comical, you know, black cauldrons that are mm-hmm. dangled and slid upon to temper whatever needs heat. And... 
about 200, 250 feet beyond. Atreus, as you were walking and talking with Ollie, and you still have a couple onlookers staring at him, because this is the first time they have heard him talk in a long time. Uh, leans back over to him. So you really haven't said, like, anything since I left? Not even, like, ow, my shoulder. Oh I man, said, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> I have said, ouch, I have said. Mm-hmm. I never thought I was going to see you again after that day. I didn't think I was ever going to hear from you again. When I heard from you, it was the first time I smiled in a year. Yeah. And he just kind of pulls you in for like a legit hug. Yeah. Atreus kind of buries herself into his fur. And for Lyndon and Resden, as you were watching this kind of happen, you see a few people around the fire, around this hearth, just kind of sitting in this community. Seems like everybody around here is just trying to add to uh, what they are creating. Uh, not only adding more uh, fuel to the fire, would, would be sticks, branches, and anything else they can find to add to the heat source, but some of the various cauldrons that are at different levels, different heights, and uh, different levels of heat. It just seems like they're making a massive communal meal of sorts. Do you guys say anything to each other, or are you just kind of staring off like, what the fuck? <laughs> Does it seem like this is like druidic? rangerish very live off the land type of village or do they have some like trade and just initial sense of this home so it doesn't seem like there are any stores or any one that is trying to sell you anything it seems like everybody here is living off of the land to try to make things better for one another they're not trying to live off of one another they're trying to make it all a communal place for everyone to live with one another you give, you take, and it seems like... Go ahead, roll a, a perception and add your survival with a perception. Not good. Eleven. It seems awkward to you as you see everybody around, not only staring at you guys, but also helping one another. They are not only trying to add more to the pot, they're also trying to ask and talk to everybody to see what anybody else might need. It seems very communal. And you have this little... Little tiny fur bog. Come up to you. I'm Esther. How are you? I've never seen your kind around here before. You talking to me or Lyndon? Or the... He's looking right up at you, Resden. Never seen one of your kind around here. You look a little different. They look a little human, but there's something a little different about you. Meanwhile, the dwarf sitting right next to us who no one has seen for a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> and the tabaxa kokra. His passive perception is a two. <laughs> but, you know, I would look down at him as, well, I'm assuming I'm sitting, so I height with him. Hi, mister. What's your name? Uh, my name's Resden. What's your name, young sir? Uh, well, they call me Charlie. I don't know why. Charlie? Hello? Yeah, my, this... I, I was called Chaz, but they call me Charlie. It just doesn't make sense. But What do you prefer? Charlie? Chaz Charlie. is just a weird name. Hi, Charlie. This is my Hi. friend, Lyndon. This is... Oh! This is Crumb. I, I had my eyes on you. I'm sorry, um... Charmed. Welcome. Yeah, ch uh, ch charmed and confused. Welcome to home. Are you the waiter? Or are you just friendly? Preston. Ah, well, we're I'm all friendly here. I'm we're all friendly just here. Just asking. I wasn't sure how things so many, worked here. So many things wrong with this question. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean anything by it, young man. Do we... I, I don't know your custom here. Do we just go and 
share from the pot or oh. I don't I don't want to be rude well, like guests do guests eat first I guess eat last well, eat. Oh, visitors that are coming here for the first time they can have at whatever they would like uh, if you have anything to add um, please just kind of give it to one of the elders or some of the uh, other people around here we'll just add it to whatever uh, pot it's necessary to add to I mean if, you, if, if you've uh, kind of gathered any you know rations or anything you know any vegetables or whatnot those will go in specific pots because there are vegetarians here, there are meat eaters, there are... Yeah, we have a lot of things around here, sir. Um, you can call me Resden. Resden? I'm not a sir. Okay, sir Resden. <laughs> Is there anything missing that we could go retrieve? I can reach high branches easier than most. Uh, we have we have a lot of uh, people who can uh, take care of all that. We have some of the uh, evergreens here with the pine cones that we get uh, pine nuts from. Those make really good pesto and... Uh, <laughs> it's a pesto-based society. This comes back to food. <laughs> No, we we, we, we we do pretty uh we we do pretty good around here, and, uh, you know, even with what's happened, it's we survived. We're holding our own. How old is this Verbolo teenager? He's about like three and a half, maybe four feet tall. He's probably about like fifteen, maybe sixteen. Okay. Just no no growth spurt yet. <laughs> just he just seems like genuinely happy. Like the fact that there's some new people here that he's never seen that aren't trying to destroy his home. <laughs> Lennon was like. Resden, how can you assume that this child is working? Don't they have child labor laws in Terran? And then I realized, remembered that he was in a caravan, was literally a child laboring, and then I was like, oh, okay, never mind. And that's what's going on inside Linden's head. It all makes sense. <laughs> I was working at five. Hmm. I say, hey, uh, young man. Charles? I thought it was Charlie. Now it was Charles. <laughs> I take Charlie, Charles, or Chaz. Either either one's fine, but I don't I don't like Chaz. What about Chuck? What about Chad? And Chuck would be fine. Or Chucky? No, Chucky. Not absolutely not. I had I had scary <laughs> dreams about a like a, a weird uh uh like drowish doll. Yes, bad bad dreams. See, check this out. You want to see something neat? Oh, uh, what, what do you got, sir? And I just like cast disguise self, and I just make myself look much younger, much like I looked maybe three years ago, and what I remember myself looking like last time I looked in a mirror, and just enough where to him I imagine it'd be quite a change. I wouldn't, in my mind, expect that big of a change, but compared to what I looked like three years ago till now, it actually is. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of do it to make him more at ease because he said I I look different. This is what I used to look like. I, I haven't been feeling well. Oh, wow, I sir. an adventurer like you, and then I turned into a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Lyndon has taken out his notebook and is hurriedly <laughs> sketching this new rest in face. Oh, wow, sir. You look completely different. I'm not really sure which uh, version of you I prefer. I kind of like the real you. Which one is the real you? Deep. I immediately drop it. I think. I think they're both the real me. Just, uh... I like this version. Just changed. This one looks authentic. Oh, thank you. Well, would you like some stews? Like, there's a lot of different kinds. Don't tell me what's in it. Just bring me a bowl and I'll give it a shot. Okay. Justin, I am so proud of you right now. Why? What's in it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's Resident's some meat in it. I'm not asking, though. One is a Turns snake. Linden. What am I? The other one is also a snake. One of them snake. is a snake. The other one is a what? <laughs> also a snake. Oh, jeez. A garter snake and a cobra. <laughs> Which one wins? The one you feed the vegetarians? <laughs> it's, a, it's a cobra and a garter snake. Oh, my goodness. It's like a riddle. Yeah. Wise man once say. Out of the mouths of small fearborns. 
Ooh, does your village have like a like a elder like sage type cure? That's it. It's Chaz. <laughs> It's Chaz. It's Chaz. Don't live very long here. He's basically doing the old dupe like uh, Yoda in Empire, where he's acting Ooh. like he's dumb, and all of a sudden he's like, "You are not ready. <laughs> <laughs> the snake has taken hold. <laughs> you must unlearn what you have learned." <laughs> Lyndon as Charles, Charlie, Charles, Chaz, Chuck, Chucky. whatever you want to call him, not Chucky, Chucky. at all. Um, as he's walking away, uh, he looks at you. <laughs> What have you got there, Chucky? Sir, um, What have you got there? A knife! <laughs> no. I, I have a spoon. I have a spoon for a bowl. Well, so between the two of you guys, um, vegetarian, meat? I Ooh. smell hen of the woods, and I must have it. Uh, what about him? I seem a little... I want to stealthily, stealthily whisper, vegetarian. <laughs> Go ahead, roll it. <laughs> my roll in perception. Or is that going to be my... Uh, oh, what's your passive? By all means, roll perception. Oh, or is or it passive? <laughs> <laughs> it's like sip, slipping a note to the waiter being like it's his yep. birthday that's a dirty 30 <laughs> dirty, dirty 30 from the cap birdie i can roll a natural 20 and not get that so yeah i don't hear anything understood sir hey i elbow uh crumb you you eating you uh seem kind of oh i've kind of been a little bit lost in conversation there no i'm good for now i'm good for now conversation with and he kind of holds up what's supposed to be handle in his hand, but it oh yes doesn't appear to be in his hand dwarf anymore. Ghost, where did it go? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, holy crap! It's fucking gone. And he starts <laughs> patting his hands in his pockets. No, I dropped it. No, no, no. There's no fucking way. I've been talking with talking with him for so long. It's no. okay. I think he'll be with you always. <laughs> did you? Did you? He's in your heart. It. <laughs> it's not in my ass. It's not in my fucking ass at all. And you just kind of like see it like, I can feel it. It's in my fucking hand, but it's not here. And I've heard of attunement, but this is something else. <laughs> oh, jeez. He's actually, as you say that, he's looking quite angrily, but like his, he can feel this thing in his hand. And he goes and swings this thing down on the log that both you and Resin are sitting on. And this spectral red fucking axe, the same size and length of the one that you've wielded before just emits from his hand and slices through. Well, no, it's still there. <laughs> Lyndon is up in the Holy air and she away. <laughs> Please be careful with that. I didn't think it was actually still there in my hand, but it felt it. I felt it was still there. I felt that too. Oh, I think the log felt it too. I think you singed a feather. Yeah, fine, you got plenty. Um, my apologies. Uh, he says... Sorry too. We're gonna have a conversation a little later about this one. Yeah, I have I have a couple things to get right down, if you don't mind. Do you need some paper? Maybe a no, quill? No, I have I have a pad in my pocket. A pad of parchment. I'm gonna Well you can have this feather that was cut in half. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. I do still wanna eye where he goes. That's all. I'm not oh, gonna, he's not going I'm too not far. Gonna... He's not going too far. About two logs down okay. <laughs> around the hearth. Uh no one else <laughs> is sitting <logs>. there. <laughs> <laughs> as you see hey if we go battle against him he's gotta have him on your team and so as you're eyeing him you do see this red spectral fucking axe in his hand just kind of dissipate back into what appears to be his palm but now he's like reaching like kind of grabbing and there's nothing there it just seems to be gone well that was a very cool thing we gave away very easily I don't know I'm gonna keep an eye on him though that's um we don't know much about that item. I'm sure the ghost is benevolent. You think it's a spirit? When it 
manifests as a giant sharp. Let's keep an eye on that. Yeah. <laughs> and for Atreus, as your father on one side of you, your mother on the left side of you, make your way to the central building on the east side. Is Ali coming? Ali is actually going to kind of hold it back a little bit after you guys have uh, engaged in your hug. He kind of patted you on your shoulder and kind of, I'm sorry for my silence to your parents. They both kind of look back at him and nod. And you see in the center of the community, you see this simple clay building that appears to have taken some damage, but it looks like it's under some repair as you're walking side by side with your mother and father. You know this place quite well. It is a massive clay built building with, you know, wood structure underneath it, holding it together. There are all the various phases of the moons, but atop are the very specific half-moon slivers that only show one of the moons in all of their single-moon phases as one of them are hidden behind the other. It appears that one section has taken a massive amount of damage. You know, there is like some ladders heading up there. There are some pots of clay that seem to be sitting up there, but no one continually working on repairing it at the moment. But you were here at the doorway with your mother and your father. Your father! Just straight fucking smile. Just He's not said one word. Just He did say words before you entered. <laughs> but you have a feeling. You have a feeling they were not meant from his voice. Yep. Atreus kind of has her arms crossed over her chest. Just kind of got her head down. Kind of like a like a sullen teenager mm-hmm. walking between her parents. She knows she's in trouble, but she goes with them willingly. You make your way inside. You've been in here many, many times. It's small, quaint. There's benches all around the outside, uh, but the westernmost point seems to have taken a little bit of damage on the interior, as well as the massive dome up top. But other than that, it seems pretty solid. A small fire in the very center of it, which, if it was dark outside, would illuminate all of the various shapes of the two moons, Dendry and Velame, and all of their various passings through all of time. Is there anyone in the temple? Or there is, is it... nobody here at all. Okay. It is just you and your parents. Okay. You see your mom just kind of wipe the remaining moisture from her eyes. Atreus is going to turn, look at her and be like, I didn't know you were going to cry about it. I didn't know you were going to leave with not saying a word. Well, I mean, I've neither did I. I've been angry for some time. <laughs> Where have you been? Kind of everywhere, honestly. I I didn't mean to leave, but I didn't I didn't know if I was gonna be allowed to come back. I know Ollie hasn't told she you. She kinda looks at your dad. They both look at each other and they look back at you simultaneously. Well, from Ollie's silence, I have a feeling we have a feeling it had to do with him. So, what happened? Okay, so like you know that <laughs> you know that like me and Ollie were like best friends. He's kind of raised me because dad's been busy with the with the the temple and you've you're kind of like gone all the time mom that's not my fault okay right we can agree i've I've always been gone but i have also watched you follow me well yeah i mean i don't know (sighs) you saw me but yeah i mean i if we're confessing to things but like so he got his hunting. He he went to the village elders and they passed him to start hunting and gathering. And I got really lonely in the at home and he was gone. And 
you were sleeping and dad was at temple and I don't always want to be in the temple. That's sorry, dad. I mean, you can see him just kind of chuckle and just nod at you <laughs> just with that grin. Just just happy to have you back here. I mean, I got bored, you know, so I maybe kind of um, convinced Ollie to let me go with him and also teach me how to hunt before I was officially um, allowed to. Maybe she kind of stops and susses out how this information is hitting them. Y- your mother looks at you. I counted 33 times that a different strike, a different kill had come in that I know Ali did not do. He's too tall. He's two feet taller than you. Well, yeah, he's and also like five years older than me. But I know it came from someone with shorter stature. I know it did not come from him. I never questioned it. I know you went out with him. Don't forget, I have ears everywhere. I had yeah. ears everywhere. What happened? Where they, are the protectors gone? Many of them went to the West to try to do their job and protect. But as the historians came, they many of them fell. I needed you. And you just kind of see your mom kind of like reach up and wipe another tear from her eye. I didn't know if... There was an accident one day. Me and Ollie, we went hunting and... Well... We got in a little bit of a fight because I, I wanted I wanted to talk to the elders to see if I could be passed early or something, you know? And he was against it and obviously he was right. But I got I got angry. You know, I'm a little bit hot headed sometimes. <laughs> both of them for the first time while you've been back, they both have this fucking grins on their face. Both in simultaneous and they're both kind of looking at each other like in like a gaze in each other's eyes. <laughs> you get that from us. <laughs> yeah, but normally it's not to Ollie, you know? You should have but- come to me with this. I know I can be <laughs> hot headed, as you say. Um I know you were trying to regard the ways of home, and I appreciate that, but I wish you would have come to me. Things could have been different. I know, but maybe it would have been the same if I was still here. Maybe I would have gone with the protectors and I would have been just like them, and then I would have been gone permanently. But instead, I I, I came back and I have a solution. I have friends who are helping me stop all of this. What is this? They both look at you can, kind of confused, and your dad... Kind of looks at you. What do you mean? Ollie told me about the machines that the historians brought, how they tear down a tree in half the time that we do it, or even less. And I know what they use to fuel those machines, and I, I, I know how to fix it so that they don't they don't care about what's going on here anymore because they have their own problems to deal with. You have two persuasion checks to make, one to your mother and one to your father. Two very different numbers for that one. Yes. So 17 for green, which is Garrus, and mm-hmm. 11 for Kilrus, which makes sense. Okay. That tracks. <laughs> you see Garrus kind of stand up and put his hand on your mom's shoulder. I will take care of this. Me and Adrius need to take a walk. And they both look at each other for some time. Wait, I'm talking like 30 plus seconds, like awkward for you. Like, they are talking just from staring at each other. Atreus is kind of slow, like, carefully tucking back her spell components from Windwall back into her <laughs> little pouches as they're doing this. And then Kilros just kind of take her, show her. 
And your dad just kind of extends his arm. That same fucking grin on his face. Just happy to pull you in to his shoulder. Come with me. I mean, yeah, of course. And you guys begin to make your way west. And what's... As various pots of stew, and not pots, but uh, as various bowls of stew are brought to you, Linden and Resden, as well as Crumb, just kind of like off in that little far back corner. This tastes like the fattiest, meatiest stews you've ever had. Good soup. Good soup. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes like there's a lot more in these than there actually should be. But I want nachos. (laughs) (laughs) Resident, as you're eating this, are you trying to decipher that it's vegetarian, even though like the first spoon you tasted tastes like meat? No, but I think I need to make a constitution saving throw. Make it so. Because I imagine <laughs> my palate is it's not just flavor. It's an uh-huh. actual biological yes, craving <laughs> to eat meat. Natural 20. Yeah, th- there is no fucking meat in this. And you are actually like on the verge of like, eh, eh. like you have this feeling like you have been completely tricked. It tastes like there is meat. It tastes like there is bacon, like there is ham. The salted various meats that you've had throughout your life, even spicy sausage. No, no, this is 100% pure fucking trickery. It's it's. It's like a lactose intolerant re- reaction, basically. <laughs> just yourself? what I imagine, just kind of stomachs. And <laughs> um, what? I'm gonna okay get up. There, I'm gonna get up and walk around a little bit. Uh, I kind <laughs> One of start, spoon. I kind of One like spoon start, is done. start doing like the duck walk back behind a tree. <laughs> In here, th- there are a couple of wooden houses where you can just go do what you got to do. I ain't going to make someone suffer by their house. No, I'm going to find it <laughs> somewhere in the woods. No, no, I'm talking like there, there's outhouses. There, There's oh, a place outhouses. specifically. Yeah. There's outhouses. The rest of just chooses to go to the woods. It's someone's house. Is this your house? <laughs> Don't Hello? go in there for 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll... Uh, Go find a nice private spot. <laughs> yeah, you, you go do that. It is not a comfortable place for you. Linden, however. I wonder what's caught into the rest. And- <laughs> Linden, however, <laughs> this is absolutely out. amazing. <laughs> this has rawr, so rawr, much nuance to it. You're, you're confused as to how a vegetarian dish has come out like this. And you even see Crumb just kind of like taking one hand and just like kind of like shoving it in his face, slurping it like it's a massive bowl while he's also talking in mumbles with food in his mouth to his hand. (laughs) Okay, Lyndon has had like seconds at this point and is looking around for the chef. You know that there is no actual chef. Anybody who's cooking. There are a variety of cauldrons above this massive setup of cast iron A-frame with rods going across and just cauldrons that can slide back and forth on the heat, off the heat, on the heat, off the heat. I hope you can picture what I'm... Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, but cool. Linden's looking for anybody who looks like they know what they're doing. Uh, go ahead and roll perception, uh, investigation. I'm going to go French here if I have to. That's only an 11 perception. 11. But my passive is 16. You shut the fuck up. It's not going to work here. Because <laughs> <laughs> they weren't just randomly passing by you into by you. Yeah. You are looking around and you cannot 
see anybody that seems to singly have their hands in these pots. You can see various people adding ingredients to various levels, various tiers of these pots with small little ladles. There's big pots, small pots all over the place. It's a community. There's a lot of people's hands in these. And just gets another bowl, sits down solemnly on one of the logs and starts slowly eating it. Oh, give me a pick I will never learn this. Pick a number I will one never eight. learn how to do this. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Pick a number Two. one through eight. Two, seven. You decide you're going to go for the second tier up. If they matched, if, if they were close, you were going to be fucking spot on, but they did not. You go reach down on one of the smaller cauldrons. You go pull out. Are you grabbing like one scoop, two, three, four, five? Are you trying to fill your bowl again? Just one scoop. One scoop. Did you clear your bowl? Yeah. You go pull one scoop off of what you thought was the second tier. You take a big spoonful. It's just like thinking it's going to be the best stuff in the world. It is a flavorless porridge of just flour and some fat with no seasoning whatsoever. Almost like a roux that was meant for something else. Oh. And you have this pasty mouthful of just uh, unsalted, un flavored it was not meant to be consumed yet <laughs> gets what are put you down doing my laundry uh. <laughs> love it uh. pull the sock out <laughs> well i guess they can't all be winners as atreus makes her way far west with her father you realize that most of the heavily The fucking heavy woods are just gone. It's been cut down by three quarters. The thick trees you once knew are still there, but everything that was in between them has been cut down. All of the vines, all of the trees, and anything in between has just been torn down. And you you can tell with just your knowledge of how things used to work here has been dragged to the far outskirts. And your father is explaining, there was a time... Something a year or less ago. We had to protect ourselves from them. So we barricaded our home with what we loved from our home. And he brings you to the west wall. Very similar to the east. A door made by various wooden structures. And a tower on the left and tower on the right that are connected to two trees. But just to the left and to the right, just like the eastern side, it goes on for at least a mile of just torn down everything that you loved about your home. Would you like to see... What has happened? Yeah. And he just kind of nods and kind of gives you a hand gesture to the left or the right tower that is on the sides of the door. And you make your way? Yeah. And as you do, about 25, 30 stairs up, zigzagging to make your way to a platform of three by three, just three foot by three foot of barely enough to step on. And as you just kind of gaze off into the west, there's nothing. Everything is gone. All vegetation, all trees. And off in the far distance, you see various machines just tearing down the last little bit of anything that they've taken and loading it up. Can I tell how many people there are? Would you like to roll to tell me that? I guess it would probably be a perception, yeah. I want to give you your additional survival to that. Okay. So roll a perception check and then add your survival bonus to that. Okay. 17. You can tell there's at least 50, maybe 60 people as far as you can see. Can she tell which one of them is like the leader? From this distance? No. But off in the distance, you see something familiar flying 
a familiar style airship that you see just kind of land far off in the distance, at least a mile away, where they're still packing up and loading. How long have they been doing this for? Months on end. They started far off. They came in. They grabbed the big trees. They took them. They harvested them. They shaved the bark and took the planks. They left the scraps. They took what they wanted and left. And then they continued their way out. And then back in. And then back out. Almost as if they were taking it in rows. I can fix this. It's not going to be instant. (laughs) But I know of a way to stop them from taking. I'm going to roll an insight. Okay. Should I roll this decept? Deception? I don't are you trying? Are you trying to deceive your father? No. <laughs> he sees a little glint in your eye. Where have you been, my daughter? Like I said, I've kind of been everywhere. <laughs> he just gives you that same fucking smile you saw not too long ago. He just kind of pats you on the shoulder, and we're gonna leave it right there. Yay! Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of The Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I have to ask, because I usually don't ask how everybody really liked the episode, but I have to ask. What did you guys think? (laughs) I'm hearing noises. (laughs) (laughs) I love Atreus' family. (laughs) I told you I was going to bring some Atreus story into it because you deserve it. Time for Atreus to open up to her friends a little more, I think, so we can find out more about her wonderful life. Well, maybe you need to ask questions. Yeah, it was just terrible of her to keep from us that her home had such wonderful food. Uh, she purposely <laughs> kind of isolated herself for a while there, so. No, that was well, a lot of fun. I really liked exploring Atreus's home, getting to taste the food. The hen of the hen of the woods mushroom. Oh, yeah. Good, good drop in there. That's a great had to, mushroom. Had to. It's a it's a thing I one of these days will actually try. It makes wonderful chili. Yeah. And that's one of the things I want to do with it someday. Someday. <laughs> but hey, after that, I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Miss of Guide to Investoring. I am their dungeon master, Patrick. You can find me on the Twitters at Professor PFM. Hey, Otto, where can they find you? You can also find me on Twitter at Human Reekage or, you know, running through the woods as you do. Oh, you're not even going to deny that you spelled wreckage wrong. I love it. Stick with it. Good on you. What about you, Matt? You can find me on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. And what about you, Nate? Our listeners can find me flying towards Historia to defend the fallen trees yelling, Viva la Revolution! Or on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. <laughs> I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. I would, but they're gone. You <laughs> did it to them. I fucking love you all. Keep the trees. <laughs> I really do. After credit scene, Resident's just like, oh God, please make it stop. <laughs> I would cast Speak with Plants, but I can't do that now, can I? The plants are gone. They're inside of me. Don't cast it on the plants where I'm at. Be very oh, angry. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Poor Let's fern. Cast speak with plants near that outhouse, and we just hear, Wow! Get them away oh, from my us. God. What's he doing? That's just crazy. Beautiful. I've never heard of Beautiful peyote like plants a month later growing Gimlet there. Gimlet hears it from Dustbot. What's going on? I sense he's in great turmoil. Great anguish. It. It's in, he's in pain. He's dying. Dark forces <laughs> war within him. 
No, just vegetarian <laughs> stew. Both the snakes made a temporary truce. <laughs> they coiled together and right in the gut. So I want to thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more of this outstanding fun with the Misfits, you can join us and follow us at Misfits underscore guide on Twitter. You can follow us at Cast of Many Things. Stay updated on all our other adventures, including games such as Call of Cthulhu, Dresden Files, Princess World, Masks, and many, many more to come. So stay tuned. And please subscribe so you can stay up to date on when our episodes drop. We have email at cat or sorry, just cast many things at gmail.com and Facebook. And we'd love to hear from you guys, our amazing fans. Leave us a nice review if you can, iTunes, Podbean, whatever you choose. And we'll see you all next time on the Misfits Guide to Adventure. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do we level up? Hey Patrick. Fuck. No. I've got a question no, for you. No, no. It's a very <laughs> important question, Patrick. Does it have to do with food? Did we level up? No, you fucking didn't.